0: Welcome to Embrace Your Brain with Dr. D. Joy Coulter. These short weekly brain bits give you fresh glimpses into how your mind works and how to develop its natural brilliance. Welcome to the podcast. Today's topic, our remarkable new brain layer, part one. We're going to embark on a new series, looking at the fourth brain layer. This layer is so much more sophisticated than our earlier three. It can care every bit as deeply as layer 2, which was designed to help us bond to our offspring and support our group. It can think and plan even more brilliantly than the more self-centered third layer, which tends to only look out for what benefits itself. And it has a plan for species preservation as powerful as our core layer. And it doesn't call for getting rid of all members that are different from itself. But most of us haven't really lived into it yet. It's a big decision to make that shift, but we can start by taking small steps. We'll be looking at how to take these steps and the new skills that they'd give us. And we'll also explore what makes this remarkable new layer so unique in the first place. Its wiring is amazing. And it has so many new apps for us to try out and apply to make our lives easier. I hope you enjoy this series. Let's start with the most profound wiring change of all and begin exploring how we might use it. If we look at the nerves that make up our nervous system, one mighty one stands out. It's like the interstate among a host of lesser roads and trails. It's called the vagus nerve, and originally scientists thought it was one single pathway. It seemed to be designed to calm us down after any surges of adrenaline. The surge system that they were watching is called the sympathetic nervous system. It's a parallel track of branching nerves that travels along the outside of the spinal cord and runs on adrenaline. We can use it to click into high gear whenever we want, kids use it to run and play we can use it to worry and to work under pressure but it has its drawbacks it's hard to shut down once it gets going and with kids we sometimes say they get wired tired at the end of a play day they struggle to calm down when they use this system as adults we may find ourselves encountering high blood pressure and digestion problems and a weakened immune system if we run on adrenaline too much So it was thought that we would just turn to the vagus nerve to help us wind down. However, in the 70s and 80s, a researcher named Stephen Porges was making a detailed study of this vagus nerve and discovering that it actually had two core branches. One was the more primitive one, used by lesser animals, but there was a second branch that only mammals and humans had, and it could both surge and calm. Furthermore, the surging was done without adrenaline, so it was much healthier. But that meant we needed to activate our fourth layer to take advantage of it. And there's one more incredible capacity that this second branch makes possible. It connects the frontal lobes, home of that fourth layer, to every part of the body. This means that this layer is the only one that can track what's happening in the body at a conscious level. So we tend to call that body-mind integration. We can become aware of our own thinking. We can plan motor patterns and rehearse the feel of them. We can honestly feel the pain of others. And we can get on the wavelength of others. And not just other humans, either. We can communicate with the world in stunning new ways, from becoming horse whisperers and master gardeners to helping groups understand each other. We'll continue looking at this next time. If you're enjoying these podcasts, I think you'll love my book, Original Mind Uncovering Your Natural Brilliance. It's available on Amazon and at EmbraceYourBrain.com.